Jonathan Idol. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you very, very much. Hi, Bess. Hi there. <laughs> it's me, Bess. We are I'm in, back again. We are in week eight. Your special guest once again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are in week eight. Uh, just so you guys know, I am working on getting this uh, phone thing down so we can start having some guests on uh, so we can get back to kind of our normal thing. But I'm really enjoying what we've been doing. I'm really glad yeah. to... This has been a, having the podcast has been a thing to, I think, to keep you distracted from what's going on and to be able to come on here and have to record this and put this thing out every week. And it's, it's, it's actually really helped a lot. How about you? Yeah, I totally agree. It's yeah? kept some normalcy, you know, the, the regular cadence of normal life. Right, right. <laughs> so, so much of it has been gone. If um, you so have. It's nice to have this every week. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's sorry. all right. If you guys are somebody that tunes in every Tuesday morning, I apologize for the delay. It is, I've been lately. I've been trying to get these things done, edited on Monday evening, and set to post on Tuesday morning. Yesterday, I just was not feeling it, and I apologize for that. Here's the deal: yesterday was May fourth, and that was the twelfth anniversary of losing my my brother, my only sibling. I lost him 12 years ago yesterday. And I think due to everything else that's going on, it's it's everything is heightened and it was just a rough day, man. But I felt like maybe if we just record and we just talk about that a little bit, it would be it would be helpful. So here we are. I think there's an undertone of grief in all of this period of life. And True. we ha- just had a friend that we found out lost her mother today. Yeah. And it just, I don't know what it is. There's something about the way that the world is right now with quarantine and lockdown. Yeah. That kind of plays well with grief in general. Yeah. So we're all, while it can make things more sad, I feel that it's also kind of a blanket of comfort. That we're all experiencing something heavy together. Yeah. So we're thinking of you, Jody. Yeah, we are. I don't we're know if you listen, you. but we're thinking of you. <laughs> yeah, we are absolutely. I, I, our friend, our friend Elsie, he went on and he played a song on Facebook Live for her. And then when I was watching, he kind of suggested that I go on and play a song, and I did go on and play a song, and it was very therapeutic, actually. It was for me too. Yeah. Yeah, it's for those of you listening. Go. I'm going to put a link to it. I think on the Facebook on the on the page on the the notes, the show notes, the show notes. Yeah, yeah. it's a song called "If I Ever Leave This World Alive" by a band called Flogging Molly, and I think it's that song is really open for interpretation. But from what I get from that, and I believe you as well. Yeah, it's, we talked about this a little bit today. If you keep your lost loved ones in your heart, they are there with you, and you can really pull from the lessons that they kind of accidentally taught you i guess yeah, right and yes and just maybe not accidentally right some of them. and yeah. if you keep them in your heart they are there with you always and and that's why i sang that song and i'm it, it's a beautiful song i love it so yesterday was so i got on a, for those of you that don't know I, shortly after my brother passed away my father gave me his antique harley davidson a 1971 harley davidson and i spent years restoring it and it's named after my brother's dog, Violet. Uh, it's named Violet, and there's a little little vial of his ashes, uh, zip tied to the to the frame in the front. So he leads the way everywhere I go. So we rode up and visited so mom. Sweet. It is right. It really is. Yeah, I love it. That's I love special. it. We rode up and saw mom yesterday, but that was hard because she's having a tough day, and I couldn't hug my mom wrap around her like we wanted to yeah, yeah i wanted to just just scoop her up and just hug her as long as she wanted and that full embrace of shared loss yeah 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 so i don't know man i'm seeing a lot of people it's really bumming me out i'm seeing a lot of people i get it if you don't want to follow the protocol of what's going on that's fine i'm not going to tell you I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to, I'm just not, but I'm not going to tell you how to handle what's going on. What I am going to ask you guys that are listening, that if you see somebody who is out in public and they're wearing a mask and they're trying to practice some social distancing, just respect that. Disrespect their space. There are people going out and I talked to Andy today and he said somebody literally like defiantly 
Uh, we went up right next to him in a grocery store with like this look in his face like, what are you going to do about it? Right. And that's a real bummer, man. There's some solid weight to what you're saying that doesn't just apply to this. Right. If there's right. something that you see in someone else that's important and they're trying to uphold, just do your part in helping them uphold that. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you. Although we did, we were at a thing and two really good friends kept just, and I kept asking them to, we were standing on the street. Livio was playing in front of his house and these guys were just, yeah. they just kept walking and right. we're backing up and they're walking. And God know. bless them. I love I them. Know. They're both great guys. And it was just funny. So I, I think the reason I'm telling you guys this is you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know. If I could turn back time, I would have spent a lot more time with my brother and letting him know how I felt about him. And I'm sure there are people that are listening to this right now. Maybe they don't talk to somebody that's really important to them anymore because of something. They need an apology for something. Do you really right. need it? Is it? Does it really right. matter? Just they could be gone tomorrow. You may never get that chance to shake that person's hand or tell them you love them or hug them or whatever. You may never get that chance again. That's so. True. Don't get me wrong. There are a couple of people in my life that I don't want to talk to ever again. Okay, but but yes, you know, I I I, I, I feel like if this person's important to you, and if you're just waiting for something small, then do you really need that thing? Yeah. Do you really need it? Right. Just a big part of life is guilt management. Yeah. And you have to be, you have to conduct yourself in a way that if you lost that person you would be as okay as possible with yeah. the things that you did while yeah. they were around. Yeah. And it, you know, it's funny too. You're is because never going to feel perfect about it, but do yourself, do your future self a favor and yeah. let the petty stuff go. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? The, the other thing I'm finding too, is there are ways to make this negative thing a positive. Yep. We went out on the, the porch Saturday, I've been doing on Facebook Live, I've been doing a a show. I miss gigging. I miss going out and playing. So I've been doing a show every Saturday at 5 o'clock on Facebook Live. And it was nice out Saturday. So we did, did it out Beautiful. on the porch. Yeah. Did it on the porch. Our neighbors next door, they were sitting on their porch with a cocktail and some some. A to-go order, the delivery food yeah. that they got, and they sat there and they From listened. EB's that but, Sean plugged, yeah, yeah, in EB's, his final that's, three. <laughs> that's right, you're right. The Sean Burke plug, that's right. Throwback. And they, I mean, they clapped and they talked back and forth, and you can see in the video I was having a conversation with them. And then Ed Lashua, the road dog, he was a guest on here as well. He walked over and he stood in the street, and yes. and watched. And my mom and, stopped, sat on the porch. Yeah, and just on the steps, a good twelve feet Is away that, from yeah, us or steps, something. Yep, How bad yep. do you want to scoop her up and hug her? I know, you know, I know. So, and people, some friends drove by and, and gave us a wave and a honk and everything. And it was a really, really good feeling. Then you yeah. had the neighbors down the street. You found out a couple houses yeah. down. They were listening along, too. I walked by the other morning, and they flagged me down to tell me that the show was so fun and how talented you are. And That's that they great. had a great time sitting on the porch listening. And we didn't even know that they were out listening. No. We've never really said a word. Might have said hi yeah. to them walking by right, at one point. Right. And that's it. So, I guess, guys, just try to... Do something positive for anybody. There's a lot of opportunity to be had here. Yeah. You can either either make the best out of it or make it worse. It will be what you make it. Yeah. I've even like if I if I'm on look, we're all we're all creatures of habit and we're all guilty of just going on Facebook and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And about half of what's on Facebook right now can be very negative. And I found that the last bunch of days last four or five days if i see something on there that just is going to bring me down i just get off or you know i just yeah, get there's off and, so much power in that there really is yeah it's, so taking a stance for yourself it's <sighs> advocating for yourself like i i don't want to be affected negatively by this so i will stop being affected negatively by this yeah yeah that's about i wrote a post this morning about how as silly as it sounds just a reminder that your news feed is exactly what you make it when you sign up for Facebook and you start adding friends. Your face, your newsfeed changes as people get added to it. So you're in control of what is going into you, right? From that, that's true. Yeah, that's really, and really true. And just because you are friends with somebody doesn't mean you have to be Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media friends with them. We are more than what our social media presence is. 
True. That doesn't capture that person. True. That's right. So, you know, we're, we have a responsibility to ourselves. If we're in a rut and feeling negative and feeling like everything coming at us is negative, then we need to make a plan to change that. That's right. And well, and thank you guys. I know I said it before, but thank you so much for listening and giving me a reason to do something every Tuesday. And it, it feels really good. I got, an, I, have, I got a text from Andy Sauer, who was a guest on here as well yeah. this morning, wanting to know where his episode of this podcast was. Where is it today? Man, and, and I miss them. I know. They're great. Yeah. They're really, really great. You always have told me about the best tomato of your life that came out of his wife's garden. In the, their backyard. She just pulled this tomato <laughs> off and handed it to me and I went home and it was mind boggling. <laughs> it was it was the tomato experience of my life still to this day. So Andy and Rebecca, the moment we can possibly do that, we need to have a tomato date. Yeah, please. That'd be great. <laughs> Thank you. I'd appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Livio, who was our first guest on here, just dropped us off some tequila. Look at all these throwbacks we're having right now. I know, now. right? Like full circle. See what I'm saying, guys? You can find positivity in this, and it's it's real easy to find yourself in a rut. And believe me, I it took everything I had to get out of bed yesterday morning. And to go do something, and it to, is I I everything is heightened, and I miss my brother very very much. And if you guys have a sibling or, or just, just reach out and just say hi and tell them you love them, and you never amen. know. Amen. Right. I cannot amen that enough. Yeah, it's the truth. He was awesome. You would have loved him. He was really great. He was funny and mm. a pain in the ass, and <laughs> and talented, and and he was great. And I think you would. You guys I have would've... to say, when you lose a person. The hope is that their spirit will live on, their memory will live on, that you can honor that memory. And the struggle is how to do that. You have overwhelmingly kept him alive. Oh, thank you. I never met him and I miss him. <laughs> well, that's I really feel sweet. obviously at a different level that I'm grieving with you. Because of the way that you've brought him to life for me. Thank you. That means a lot. Thanks. It's amazing what you're doing. Thank you. He was your young. honesty and your openness. Thank you. That means a lot. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. He was awesome. You would have loved him. He was great. He was great. So we're just. Uh, okay. I'm okay. All right. All right. Mm. So we're just trying to find ways to keep busy. Obviously, like we have been. I built another cigar box guitar. <laughs> yeah you guys these things look amazing i'll put pictures up they're so cool they are cool the thing about this new cigar box guitar we were in philadelphia when you ran the marathon last year and we were walking around the day after the marathon somehow you might you found a way to walk after running 26.2 <laughs> miles but and there was this cigar store and i saw a bunch of boxes stacked up in the window so i just went in i had made one before from a box that levio gave me and it's right here and i went in and asked him what do you you know you sell your boxes yeah three bucks a piece i said oh cool i'll you know i'll take i'll, I'll grab one. Oh, what are you gonna do with it right i'm gonna make a guitar out of it the guy said what and he, he grabbed lit two his face lit right up he grabbed two that he thought would be cool mm -hmm. and he handed them to me yep and one of them is completely the one that I ended up building, it is completely not the ideal shape for a cigar box oh, guitar. No. So I literally... It would be a nightmare to play at a gig. <laughs> I don't know. It's not that bad. Yes, but it I, is. I spent months <laughs> trying to figure out how to do this because on the... the Says me. That's what not is, a guitar player What all. is now the back of the, of the... Or not the back, but the end, the, the, the tail end of the the guitar is actually the front of the box. And it has this great... Oh emblem metal emblem this is macanudo on it and i didn't want to cut Robusto. through the back yeah i didn't want to cut through the back of the box in order to make this this guitar so i really thought about it a lot and then i figured it out ordered the stuff and now it's done and i and i i, I promised the guy that i would send him pictures when they were done and I, I was able to get the picture sent out and that made me feel really really good that i i, I fulfilled say the moment that you decided how to do it so that you could keep that emblem intact yeah from that moment to the end product was probably 15 minutes. Obviously, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> yeah, but no, was... once you figured it out mentally after thinking about it for months, yeah. bam, it was done. That's kind of how I... I always made the mistake of jumping in without really thinking things out. 
Now it's so perfect. Plot, I tried, plot, plot, and then execute. I tried not to do that with this one, and I thought about it, and I thought about it, and boom, now it's done. And it sounds awesome. It's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm gonna it's s- an art piece, so yeah. it appeals to the creative mind. Yeah. It's reused. Yeah. It's a repurposed item, so yeah. it appeals to environmental people and it, it's just a really cool piece of yeah it's really cool it's going to be cooler but we have sound hole covers these irish not sound hole covers wood sound hole covers that are on the way right now so it still has a little work to do to it but it's pretty cool i'm really happy with it and uh if you guys don't know what a cigar box guitar is just Google go em. just go on youtube and just look up cigar box guitar and it's this really cool think thing of what else we can make guitars out of yeah, well, there's a there's a Probably new thing. A ton of stuff. There's there's a new another thing out that's called a canjo, where they take <laughs> like an oil can and they canjo. make it. Yeah, 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 and they make like a yeah, yeah. So that's that's, that's something because we could do it with something if we had like a large, we could make one. I played in Martha's Vineyard one time. They were selling these guitars that they made out of coffee cans, and I was Funky. playing it. It sounded so cool, and it was this really fun little thing. And who knows? I don't know about you, but when I go on vacation to some foreign place yeah the things that stick out to me as souvenirs are the things that are handmade yeah with purpose yeah by a local person yeah of course i don't want something that says disney world on it i want a little yeah. purse or whatever that is made out of candy wrappers that somebody on the street is selling a purse. you know what you i don't, mean you don't carry not a, a purse, purse but you know they make <laughs> those little wallet yeah yeah yeah, yeah. things yeah I don't know. So that's kind of what I've been doing. I'm going to put some pictures up, guys. They're pretty cool. That being said, I wouldn't want stuff of any kind. But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. So there we are. I'm thinking of you guys. I hope everybody is well. I hope your families are well. I hope you're keeping yourselves busy and safe during all this. There's another thing I would like to talk about. I miss baseball. Yeah, I've got my Red Sox hat on today. You do. <laughs> I mean, I get it. it I miss baseball. It has more to do with how bad my hair looks underneath it yeah because these people can see you too through this i know yeah. you guys i'm sorry i apologize <laughs> <laughs> i mean obviously bigger things to worry about and once, once they said there wasn't going to be a baseball season at least not at first you just kind of say makes sense okay cool and mm. you get it but i do miss baseball i miss we have our little routines and we go to fenway we have such we a great do. time we park at the prudential what center a fun day that is yeah it's great Fenway day is so exciting. It's great. From the moment you wake up to the moment you crawl into bed. Yeah. It's the it, best. It's the best. Well, I, ha- I have it down as far as parking at the Prudential Center. I have that down pat. Yep. And and now due to health reasons, I'm not walking all the way to the park. We take that little the little bike. The guy drives us over there. The little Remember? pedicab. The little pedicab. Yeah. Love but we the par- pedicab. But we park at the right spot at the Prudential Center so we can get out without hitting any traffic. You know what's more impressive than the pedicab? What? The pedicabs. You ever see those calves on that those guys? That guy's calves. Dude, it, it is not normal. He was like this normal looking dude except from the <laughs> knees down. He was a, he was a mutant. Like if you took Popeye, Popeye's forearms yeah, and put him on the put him on, uh, for his shins. Yeah, that's what that's what you would have had with this guy and just, you know. Petty calves, man. Petty calves. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And then we I mean So yeah, the Prudential Center. Yeah, sometimes we'll walk around there if we have time. If not, then we'll stop I, I uh, I'm really Italy? Yeah, Italy. Italy. Yeah, it's like a it's like an Italian market, but it's inside in the Prudential Center with amazing food and stuff you can buy. The way they have it set up is like you're walking through a market. Through a market. N- it's not nothing's in a line. There's stuff in the middle and stuff on the sides. It and almost feels like you're outside. It does almost. And there's restaurants in the middle that there are public pathways right through the center of. So people are walking <laughs> yeah, in and around, yeah. but it's not like a food court. No. People are sipping fine wines and yeah. eating rare cheeses, and there's people shopping with a whole shopping cart walking through that area. We got that it's mind-boggling so cool. charcuterie there, remember? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's awesome. We just said, let the chef choose. Yeah, whatever. Just whatever he wants. <laughs> just go for it. It was great. And they have one of my- Gelato and espresso. One of my two favorite cheeses in the world is, is, is Parmigiano-Reggiano. And the king of cheeses. The King of Cheeses, and in the grocery stores, it has the wheel, but it's fake. It's hollow plastic, right? For decoration. So, so I'm walking through, and there's a stack of these things there, Probably and I'd, five, I'd say. Yeah, and, I'd, and it's huge. I reach over to knock on it, and it was Boom. real. Mm-hmm. 
I almost lost my mind. Yeah. Remember those holes? It's just sitting there because yeah. that's where they put them. Yeah. Just it wasn't for there. decoration. No. Just like, oh, we have to put these wheels of cheese somewhere. Let's just put them here. They're humongous, beautiful, expensive wheels of cheese. Remember there was that platter, oh. that covered platter of black truffles? Yes. Like whole black truffles the size of up. golf balls, like yeah. like four or five of them on this platter. And I went over there to, to look at them, and the guy took the cover off. Well, the cover was a little crooked. Yeah. So when he looked over, he looked down and saw the cover was a little crooked, probably thought, oh, I should fix that. And then as he's doing that, he had a moment that was like, oh, I should share some kindness. And yeah. he took the cover out of the case and put it up for us to smell. Yeah. How fun. It was amazing. Yeah. And we're looking at the guy like, uh. yeah <laughs> and then and then of course and the whole the whole experience of going to fenway is great it's always so fun i have such a great time there so fun. and we you have you know we have to get our uh, get the fenway franks which are really not great but you get them and then you bite and, your tongue and if you go on what they're, they're, they're good they're, they're sacrilege fine. they're fine but i, I mean i you know whatever know you still it. have to do it and if you, if you, when you're sitting there they're amazing and if you look I remember I saw a guy who was going by with a with um, a Lord Hobo beer. If you look, you can find good beer there. And I'm like, hey, two. And he goes, I'm out. I'll be right back. And I saw him walk. And then he, when yep. he comes back, he's at another section, like way down. He remembered. He came right back to yep. us. He came right back to us. I hope there are some things that are just too sacred and nostalgic to get rid of. Right. And I foresee that at some point maybe it would be in an app form that you would click in what you want and they and your seat number. Ooh. But dude, I hope that never goes away. Right. I love them walking around and yelling and that thick Boston accent and tossing bags of peanuts. That is such a huge part well, the of that experience. Pull the bag of peanuts a whole section yes. away and, and he knows where to go. He accurate. goes over and he gets yeah, every time. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. They're like part of the team. <laughs> <laughs> People passing money down the line. Nobody takes it. It's all part of the no, community. No, it's all part of it. Yeah, it's Except great. Except for that episode of Impractical Jokers. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was not. And he was he was taking all it the balls. It was ball. Joe, right? Was Joe taking all the the, the autograph balls for the kid. Then he would keep it. No, there was one where they were selling. They were. He was a food vendor. That was at a racetrack. No, there was one at a baseball field. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, but... I think it was Murr at a racetrack. Hmm. Okay. We'll have to look it up. Like horse races. I don't know. Who knows? And then, of course, I mean, yeah. talk about going the whole thing and, and, and watching and, and the game and everything. When you, listen, guys, you have to get the sausage with peppers mm-hmm. and onions. You must. But don't get it inside. No. Don't get it inside. You go out outside. There's that vendor that's been there for 188 years. At least. Right. Outside at the end of it's not Yawkey Way anymore. What is it? Jersey? Jersey, I, I can't remember. I can't, but it was used to be. But there on the end, they are a hundred times better than anything you're going to get inside the park. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. Yeah. For me, that's the last thing of the day. Yeah. And I eat that on the way back to the car, the and I just my eyes roll back in my head, yeah. and I just autopilot to the car <laughs> while I go. Oh, this is so good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> I, I could eat myself full in the park. Yeah. But when we're leaving, I'm still going to stop and you get can't. one of those sausages on the way back to the and just eat it on the way back to the to the car. You can't not. Right. Yeah. That's great. You must. You must. You so must. know what we have to do. We have to. I'm way behind already. I'm way behind. It is time to watch some baseball movies, I guess. If we can't watch yeah. baseball, we'll watch some baseball movies. Right. Yeah. That'll be our side mission next week for. Yeah. The next podcast. Ah, uh, Jesus. I like him very much, but he no help me with curveball. Are you saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? It's, it's major league, major <laughs> league. Sorry, <laughs> you guys. That was Jonathan doing that. It wasn't an actual clip from the movie. Wow. Yeah, I, I just know. don't want I any know, it's like really, infringement. It's <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it was tough. so accurate. I, I know. I know it's really really good. <laughs> it's very bad to take Joe Boo's rum. Very bad. You, have, you ever seen Major League? I doubt it. Crime. It's I, great. You know, it's so great. The, if, you're going to be let down every time you ans- ask me that question. I know that. I know. I know. But there are some great baseball movies that we should watch, I think. That would make me feel good. That would be good. If you don't want to be let down, 
I should move. I should move. By me not (laughs) seeing something, just don't ask. (laughs) Because the answer is 98% no. Every time. That's excellent. And even when I've seen it, chances are I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. I love it, though. It's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) So we've done a theme pretty much every week, game show style. Right. For the... For the chit chat, right or chatter, whichever one you want to subscribe chit-chat. to. Chit chat, it's chit chat now. It's chit chat yeah. now. Yeah, we changed it. The upgraded name. But in light of this week, mm-hmm. I kind of thought we would do a throwback to the original intended purpose, the which is the interview style. Okay. And uh, because of the way that you've so accurate accurately kept Jeremy alive, I thought maybe I could interview him kind of through you. Okay. So just to kind of give people an idea of his incredibly unique and spunky spirit. He was, yeah, spirited. I have a couple questions that some I know the answers to and some I don't. So I think it would be fun to tell people about these three stories in particular. Okay, great. All right. So one of, they're all like three Memories from different times. All right. So the first one is, um, it has to do with mud. Maybe that will spark. No. It was like a photo day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love this story. All right. So we lived, uh, gee, I was maybe four and he was maybe three, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe a little <laughs> slightly older than that, five and four or something like that. And this is back in the 19, early 1970s. So it was OK to, like, get your kids ready to where you have to go and then send them out of your way, send them outside just to keep themselves busy yep. until it's not like that anymore. I get that. But it's, it was a different time. Well, while mom was getting ready. We were all dressed with these little shorts. And the socks, the high socks, and these little saddle those. shoes, yep. and our hair was squeaky clean and combed, and like little sweaters. We were adorable, right? I he was a he was tiny with like dark hair and dark skin, and I have been a ginger my entire life, right? So I'm just <laughs> scrawny kid with red hair and freckles, you know. And she just sends us outside. Well, by the time it took mom getting ready to, to come outside and go wherever we're going we went to the end of the street and went trudging through the mud and the swamp <laughs> at the end of the street and we were just covered in mud just covered because in mud for some reason that was it probably wasn't even a choice you're just like oh yeah we're doing this now yeah and we went back oh we better get ready we, it's we better go back it's time to go we went back <laughs> and i remember us standing there in the driveway and then mom coming outside and just stopping like what have you what do done? You even say? Just imagine this this woman all by herself <laughs> yes. trying to get these two little shits <laughs> ready, right? Yeah. And, and we and, and and I can't even imagine how I describe it as trying to keep kittens in a marked circle on the ground. Yeah. Like just pull back, and yeah. then it goes, and you pull another one back, and, and then it goes, goes and, and it gets in something and destroys and everything. Right? Yeah, yeah that's basically <laughs> yeah. what we did. Yeah, basically what we did. It was I. Yeah, and I'll just I'll just never forget to look at her face. Like, what the heck? <laughs> like, 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 you know, like she just saw a ghost. You know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Probably trying to remember that number for the adoption center. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> I'm gonna blame I'm gonna blame him for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll blame Jeremy for that one. Well, All right, here's another I'll... one you can blame Jeremy for. Okay. Is it the car? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We had one of those old Ford Mavericks. I remember it. It was this black Ford Maverick. And we were going somewhere. Again, have to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. And she puts us in the car. She starts the car. And she realizes she forgot something in the house. So she goes to get out. And she's like, I don't have time to grab the kids. I don't have time to grab the kids and yep. go, go back. I don't have time. Right. So she just, she was going to run gonna in. It's probably going to be a 15-second endeavor. Not even. <laughs> just, do, 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 do. yeah, 15 seconds, sure. Right. 20 tops, right? Right, right. And the last thing she says, which the worst thing you could say to a couple little kids, she points Jeremy at the- Jeremy in particular, Yeah, points sounds. at the gear shift, right? Yeah. And he's in the front seat. I'm sitting in the back. She points at the gear shift and says, don't touch that. I mean, you could have just turned the car off. Just saying. Right. right. But whatever. It, hindsight being hindsight. 2020. Hindsight. Right. The second the door closed, the second it closed, Kachunk Jeremy says, I'm touching it. 
let's touch it. She said, he says, let's touch it. I'm like, no. And he starts to go for it. I'm, I grab him and I'm trying to pull him away from it. And he's reaching for it. Like, uh, how would you describe it? Not swimming, reaching for something, but like he's like trying to hold a kid by their suspenders and they're trying to get away from you as fast as possible. Something like that. Right. And he's reaching out his hands ahead of him and he swats the gear shift and oh hits gosh. it in reverse. And we start driving down, we backing into the street oh. in our driveway. Every time I hear the story, I get anxious. Yeah. Every time. I'm losing my mind. Yeah. I'm freaking out. Right. And I remember him looking around, laughing and smiling. Like, ha, ha, ha. Like, what a maniac. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, like, ha, ha. I remember him going, ha, ha. Look what I did. So <laughs> I, and now in this, all this is, is five seconds of us sure. driving down. Sure. And I just remembered. When mom moves that thing, the car stops. Yeah. I remember that. When mom moves that thing, the car stops. So I just, I lean over and I swat the gear shift again. Well, right into drive, right in the drive, back up the driveway and straight through the garage door. The garage door comes crashing down on the car, just destroyed the garage door. Went right through it. Went right through it. And I remember we hit. Boom. And when we, you know, the car stalled and we just turned and looked. And just then again, that's a mom came out the door oh. and just stopped and did this like <sighs> blank stare, like sway, like, like the swaying, like, wow. like what just, yeah. Yeah. What great imagery. <laughs> well, it's true. I just remember, I just remember stopping. Yeah. Like, you know, like her feet, like a foot and a half apart and just kind of like yeah. swaying in shock. Like what? What am I looking? I was yeah. gone for 15 seconds. How did this happen? Yeah. So that. many of your stories paint this picture of Jeremy with this like maniacal, fun loving with disregard to rules. Yeah. Attitude. And you trying everything in your power to redirect him. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. So funny. But he, I don't think he, it what wasn't like, I don't think it was maniacal as much as it was just like, this seems fun. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what the consequences are. Let's find out. Let's you find know? out. I remember, he was an experiment. I remember one time he was, <laughs> he was climbing up his dresser. He pulled the, the, the drawers out and he was cl- using them as stairs to climb up this high dresser. <sighs> and sure enough, it falls, it wipes out. Boom. This big crash. And we hear mom coming up the stairs, right? And he just, he lounges like, like his hand under his head, his elbow down. And he's kind of like sprawled out like nothing, you know, and she comes upstairs and he's acting like nothing happened. And I just went, I go, I go, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. And he he looked at me and went, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So crazy. There was a, I guess another time mom was upstairs like folding clothes and she's upstairs and she hears, hi mommy. And she looks and she doesn't see, doesn't see him. A bonus story. Yeah. Hi mommy. And she looks around, she doesn't see him. And here's it again. She looks outside and he is Mm. the tippity tippity top of a tree outside as high as you could go in this tree way up. <laughs> now she doesn't want to like freak out, you know, yeah, she's right. Oh, what are you, what are you doing? That's what, normal. What are you doing? Fine. Yeah. What are you I'll doing? Be fine. You'll be fine. And he said he was singing with the birdies when he was a little boy they're in the grocery store and he he, when he was four, he looked too. he was tiny. Yeah. Okay. They're in the grocery store and he's in the, he's in the cart, the shopping cart and some lady comes up and says, oh, what a cute little boy. What's your name? And he said, Jesus, Jeremy. Because mom was always like, Jesus, Jeremy. <laughs> he probably heard that more often than his actual yeah, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, You thought his name was Jesus, Jeremy. That's so funny. You have another, you have another third one? I have one more. All right, what do you got? Arguably my favorite. Okay. This has to do with uh, uh, a game with a point system. I don't know what. Uh, you were, I think you were shooting darts or something that would stick to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I had, he gave me this. Now, mind you, we're adults now. Okay, we're adults, grown adults. Well, presumably, right? Mature, presumably mature, you were but probably not. Grown. Yeah, but not mentally at all. <laughs> and he, and for Christmas, he gave me this suction cup blow dart yeah, blow gun and he would and it, the, the dart would had a suction cup on the end well jeremy 
talk about ballsy. His little kid, when he was six years old, mom asked him if he wanted to take dance classes. She, he said yes. Well, what do you want to take? He said ballet. Mm-hmm. So, and he was a professional. He, he went pro at 16 years old. Like, that was his job. He toured the world ballet, ballet dance. He was amazing. very, yeah, he was amazing. He was so talented. He was incredible. And there was a picture when he was Puck in Midsummer's Night, Midsummer Night's Dream, where he's like jumping up, doing the full split, like the David Lee Roth thing, like you know, the, the kick. You, you, like don't, you don't know what that ten means. Ten feet off the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and we're walking, this going towards the kitchen, and he points at his crotch, and he <laughs> says, "Hundred points," like that. Hundred <laughs> points. So I bl- and and it hit exactly. <laughs> exactly on his it's stuck exactly boing, on boing, his boing, genitals boing. perfect <laughs> <laughs> we we thought we were gonna black out we laughed until we thought we were going to oh, black out it was so a, it was amazing that's yeah so good it was incredible so yeah and then mom comes out what what and we told her and then she had a good laugh about it as well i love it that's great. yeah and that's that very sweet thanks anything else so you touched on his dancing. Yeah. He's clearly a very creative person. Very. He's a creative-minded yeah. person. Were there any other creative talents that he had? Was Did he paint? Was there any other art? Cook. He, he liked did. to cook a, a lot. Cook. Yeah. A... We all like to cook. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he could cook well. What would what did he cook? Oh, just whatever. Anything. Anything. I mean, he would try anything. Yeah. He was an adventurous eater, yeah, too. Yeah, he did. He made sushi rolls and stuff like oh, that. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was a very adventurous eater. Yeah, I remember when we... The last time I spoke with him, he was in he was in um, he was in Macau, China. Mm-hmm. He passed away in Hong Kong, and he was in Macau, China. And I'm talking to him. He called me up, and I don't know how he did it. it must have been like a I don't know some type of a plan where he could call internationally like mm-hmm. that. And we were we were talking, and I'm like, oh well, how, you know, what do you think? And he's, he says he's really digging, learning about the culture and stuff. And I guess he went to this Asian market every day. And he would get this this seaweed salad that's over there, and they didn't have the nor- one he normally got, but yeah. if they had a different one that all these little tiny little red dots all throughout the seaweed salad. And he said, "I'll try that one." And they didn't realize until he got home that it was all little baby octopus <laughs> in there, just in with the seaweed wow. salad. And I'm like, "Whoa!" And he goes, "Oh, it was a you bite it, and you'd, you'd feel the head pop in your mouth. It was, <laughs> it was." He said, "What he said, it was outrageous. It was, you know, so." Oh, that's awesome. Maybe a very adventurous eater and a real and a good cook and yeah. I he, imagine you have to be there. I guess, right? With a huge language barrier. I guess and... so. He liked motorcycles and he you know, so yeah, that's that's it. And he loved the beach. He loved to go camping on the beach and, and stuff like he that. He rode motorcycles too? Yeah. Yeah. He did. I he left his motorcycle at my house one time when he was going he was going on tour and I didn't have my motorcycle license but I took it for a ride. There you go. <laughs> I took it for a ride. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? No. I think that wraps it up really well. I, Thank you for indulging me a little bit. Oh no, yeah, it was that great. Was really Thank you. I, I actually feel a lot better t- mm. telling stories and kind of he was he was really really funny. He was great. I'm very lucky that you got to meet all of my siblings. Yeah, me too. And I appreciate that you've kept him alive for me to meet him in a little bit of a different way, but in a very sweet way. Thank you. It means a lot. Thanks. And I think maybe in November we'll do the same I, about. I think that'd be a good my idea. Joshy, who passed away. I think I think that'd be great. Yeah. I would love that. That'd be great. What a nice way to honor somebody. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. And Guys, find you. your people and hug them. Tell them you love them because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And I think that's great. If I could. Geez, if I could if I could do one thing, I would have told him a thousand more times that I loved him. I'm glad that the last things I said last thing I said to him was I love you. Yeah. It's the last words I said to him. I think that's very important. Yeah. All right. Well you if guys you had said it ooh. a thousand more times. It, I would want it a wished, thousand more. Yeah. Of course. It yeah. is never enough. So you can't so beat yourself up for give that. Give. Yeah. Just you, love. Yeah. And you can't you can't look back and say, Geez, I wish I said it more because even right. if you said it more, which I I always did. Right. But right. It, it still wouldn't be enough. It's the truth. Yeah. Well, you guys know the drill. There's one constant on this podcast, and we call it the final three. Pew, 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 pew. 
All right, guys, this is our final three questions we do every podcast. Our first question is usually, how do you take your coffee? But again, it's been just the two of us for this yeah. is now the eighth week, I believe, that we've done this. I will say that today I made coffee um, by reusing the grounds that I used to make your coffee. That sounds terrible. I know. Was it awful? Yeah, but I drank it and it was fine. <laughs> Ugh. I'm not drinking it for flavor. <laughs> drink it for the buzz. Drink it for the buzz. <laughs> so you have an idea for a, another first question. Yes. So as we continue to adapt these questions. Yeah. It's um, been fun. We, we actually brought, I, did we bring this up last week? I think we did. I think so, I think yeah. we touched on it. Yeah. What would your signature dish be? Now I have to say, this doesn't mean that it's a fully formed meal that's complete, that you're done yeah. experimenting with or practicing it's not one that you would present to a judge it's just what meal that you make embodies who you are All as right. a home chef i have two and i'm going to let you choose which one okay okay one would be the smoked pulled pork with my with my idol mm. sauce, barbecue sauce, my homemade barbecue sauce. Mm. And the other is the shrimp and grits, which we have a play on, you know, which we do a little bit different. But it's I would think one of those two Man. are the ones that I would want to put in front of somebody just to show them, you know, both are just kind of simple, you know? really simple and but but delicious and satisfying. So it's one of those two. I think the one that embodies you the most okay. is probably the pork. Really? And the idol sauce. Okay. Great. It's so good. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. It's good. And the sauce is you. It is, yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. It's a Carolina mustard sauce. Yeah. I love it. It's not sweet at all. It should be because there's a ton of ketchup and brown sugar in it, but no, it's really not. I'm making a, a joke about you not being sweet. <laughs> oh, ha, ha, funny. Ha, ha, Great. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, you I'll take that. You know it's a good joke when you have to explain it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, that means it's really funny. It's yeah. really, yeah, like way high level. Yeah, joke. yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> no, so, but I, I feel like. Is the shrimp and grits. Barbecue a, chic. Yeah, she says. I always call you barbecue chic. Yeah, she calls me barbecue chic. She says my clothing style is barbecue chic. Your appearance is barbecue chic. And I said, what if I was wearing, if I had like a fresh haircut and I Mm. shaved, which I get haircuts a lot, obviously not lately. It's been months now because of what's going on. Listen, I keep offering. No, not happening. And and, and if I was wearing a beautiful tailor-made suit and you said, yeah, "Yeah, you'd still be be barbecue chic. Yeah, you are barbecue chic. Great. And then the things that you wear typically complement barbecue. Thank you, I guess. It's a great thing. (laughs) I guess. You're the best guy to be at a barbecue with. You're fun. You're funny. I bring beer and food. You're laid back. I bring beer and food. You've got good taste in beer and food. You would pitch in to help cook. Well, maybe. Yep. You're the best. Thanks. All right. Well, what's your dish? Oh, but I also wanted to say your shrimp and grits is phenomenal. Thanks. And that's probably... Well, it's our shrimp and grits. You, you, we put our heads together on that. We do. We do. We have a little secret. I'm not going to tell you guys on here. There's a little secret. A couple little secrets it's to LSD. our... LSD. Sh- <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I, I'm proud of that dish. You should be. The shrimp and grits is amazing, and it's probably the one that we've served the most to our friends and family, or the one that we're most excited about yeah. serving to people. Yeah. But if you had a if you opened a restaurant, I think your signature dish that embodies you is the pork. All right, great. Yeah, great. Thanks. How about you? So, I hardly ever cook the same thing twice. I adapt so much. I don't True. follow a recipe. True. I just kind of walk in the pantry and see where my heart. Well, you broke leads. out those from scratch brownies recently. Yeah. Knock it off with those. Yeah. So I kind of was thinking maybe I would say a soup because I love to make just like whatever soup feels like being made and speaks to I me. I grew up on clean the refrigerator soup. Yeah. yeah. But I think I would I think I would have to go with either spaghetti and um, a meat sauce. Oh, yeah. Or our lasagna. But I think I'm leading more towards the spaghetti and meat sauce. I love making yeah. a tomato sauce or like a bolognese. Yeah. And I love our fresh pasta. I think you can put so much love in dough, oh, whether yeah. it's bread dough, 
cinnamon roll dough or you pasta made the, you dough. made that pizza dough the other day pizza that we, we grilled those pizzas the dough was amazing yeah and i love our pasta great so i think i would go i think you're I right i think i would go linguine with a bolognese very good i like that i like that that's good you season it really well and yeah that's mm. okay i'll take that very good okay i love it it's great I when you make it feeding people get on that meals. get on that soon would you i mean we have that chili you get through right now that you made but that's true anyway all right, question number two. Hey, good answer. I, I didn't know which way you were going to go with that question. Yeah, I, I thought you told me to think about it. Yeah, I thought we, about we both it. thought about it a yeah. lot this week. That was our homework. I, I thought of those two immediately, and then yeah. I put some thought into it, see if anything else, and the answer is no. So that's I what would I went say, with. I mean, I would also add your smoked wings that are to die for. Oh, I love my wings. Yeah, they're that good. That would be my death row meal for Thanks. sure. Thank you. But it, I wouldn't call that a signature dish. But the problem that is would be more of a signature appetizer. The only way you would be on death row is for killing me so you wouldn't get the wings. Um, I could find other ways to maim you permanently without <laughs> death involved. Okay, true. All right, great. Awesome. <laughs> help me. Please help me. Question number two is, what is the last movie you saw either at home or in the theater? And do you have any, with no spoilers, do you have any thoughts? We saw two. We saw two. And they're both great. And there's one that we have to be very careful with spoilers on. Yeah, we're going to be very careful. Yeah. We'll start with the first one was the documentary about yes. about Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, called... Be um, Still My Heart. That, that's not what it's called. It's called Won't You Be My Neighbor? It was awesome. It yeah. was so good. That guy was an absolute badass when it came to getting the money yeah. for people that that part where he's in front of congress trying to get the funding for pbs yeah. and just i've watched that a bunch of times and it's it gets me every single time there is something so precious about quiet benevolence so much of what he did was not for credit it was yeah. just to show love to another human being yeah one person at a time a lot of the time yeah the way that he would sit in front of a kid yeah. at their level and just look at them and listen yeah. was amazing. Yeah. He said to somebody when he first saw them, I don't remember who it was, whether it was an adult or a child, but he said, it is so nice to see you and to be with you. Yeah. And that genuine care yeah. just resonated yeah. from him watch that documentary guys it's it's really uh, really amazing full of love full yeah. of love yeah it was really amazing to yeah. to to watch that because that was my childhood too like i you yeah. know I, it, yeah me too you know so pretty great so watch that and the other one we watched was what was it called now uh, bad, bad education education you guys bad education get out of here we're not gonna no spoilers guys um, just don't listen to the rest of this podcast and go watch that don't tell them that because they will go. Do it. You'll be glad you did. It was so good. It was great. It was riveting. It was about a an embezzlement scandal from the school district in... Roslyn, New York. Yeah, in the early 2000s. So based on a true story. And going back and reading, they, they stuck to it. They did change a couple things just to kind of help the movie... But they really didn't change mm. the story no. at all. No. They just, they just, you know, like. They took the general thoughts and feelings from the community yeah. and funneled it into specific characters. Yeah, like the. the and it was really helpful. Like the lead girl, the student in it, like that. Mm. She was, yeah. yeah. Just be careful. Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. And Ray Romano's character is like, mm. you know, so. Anyway, go watch that movie. It is, I'm. I want to spit out spoilers I so know, it's bad so right now, hard. but it's it's really really good. Please go watch it. I, I think went into enjoy it, it having absolutely no idea. By the sound of the title, I thought it was going to be like a comedy about like teachers that were naughty, right? Like going to strip clubs in between classes or something. Like <laughs> I thought it was going to be some stupid throwaway comedy. No, let's make Not that movie. At all. That sounds like a great movie. No, it sounds like Bad Moms. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> but go watch that movie, guys. Bad Education. Uh, it was Hugh, awesome. Hugh Jackman. It's yeah. it's really, really good. They wasted no time. There nope. was no filler. Right into they it. They established the characters and went right into it. Dove right in. Every minute of it was pertinent. Yeah. Agreed. It was great. And question number three. Do you have a local small business that you would like to give a plug? 
I do. All right, go ahead. In honor of today being Cinco de Mayo, I'm going to say El Forastero in oh. Aguam. Oh, that's a good one. Right? Feeding Hills, Massachusetts. Yeah, Aguam, part of Aguam, yeah, Mass. Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. Thing. Good. Semantics, Great little place. Semantics. Great spot. Yeah. Family owned. Yep. Local. Fresh. The, the, super authentic. The salsa's fresh. The guacamole is fresh. Oh, yep. It's really, really good. That's yep. a great place. Great, affordable. They do deals on every Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, but um, I assume they're having good Cinco de Mayo deals. Who knows? I don't know. But worth checking it out. Yeah. And as wrong as it sounds, their seafood burrito oh, is kick It's ass. insane. I remember you got that one time and I got another kind of burrito and I was actually like, uh, I, I wanted your burrito. I, wa- I was like, this is amazing. It's so good. So good. Listen, yeah. you jerks. I know that the whole seafood cheese thing is like puts everybody's panties Bullshit. in a bunch. Yeah. But take a bite of that and then try to back Yeah, your then argument. we'll talk. Yeah, we'll okay. talk about it then. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm with you. That's great. And they're, and they're pineapple jalapeno margarita. Oh, stop it. Stop it. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Mine... Oh, I like how we excited. always go towards food. I, by the way, I've gained like five pounds at least in this, maybe more in this in this lockdown. Uh, Pagers. Yes. Pagers is this little oh mom and gosh. pop store in Aguam, Massachusetts. They have the best what we call here in this area in Western Mass. They're called grinders. You may know them as hoagies or subs or whatever, Heroes, but you're wrong. Sandwiches. Yeah, but you're wrong. They're they're called grinders. Anyway, they are massive. <laughs> But the meat is so fresh, and the bread is so fresh. They are they pack them. They're gigantic, and they're so good. It's like seven bucks for a grinder that would feed forty five construction workers. <laughs> it might be an exaggeration, but whatever. No, not an exaggeration. No. <laughs> awesome stuff. Really, really good food, and they're yeah. cool people, and they have other little and things it's a in cool there. Little, yeah, yeah. What do they call it a superette. I guess it's just this tiny little store that's like been a there. Little mini supermarket. Been like there Italian. since the dawn of time. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they're fancy. That's awesome. Now, yeah, the bread is, is the so important. Ultimate cheat day. Yeah. Meal, you just manja. The bread on a grinder is so crucial, and the, their bread is fantastic. It. So there you go. Great. Yeah. Anything else? I'm so pissed because pissed. for three weeks. I've been meaning to talk about pagers, and when we get to this moment, I forget. I win. You swooped in and stole Sure it. did. Well, I gave you three weeks, okay? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that's great. about it, guys. Those are great ones. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Please be safe. Please be cool. Go out and do something cool for somebody. Love maybe your people. Yeah, maybe be good. if somebody's on your mind, give them a call today. Don't be just, a stupid idiot. Don't be a stupid idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, and we will talk to you next See week. You soon. Bye. Bye.